Radio Tiny House is on the air. Our shed home has been shared more than one million times on the internet. Kind of cool, but kind of weird too. Anyway, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Radio Tiny House episode 21. I'm Barry Smith. I'm Beth. I hope that's the right episode number. It is the right episode Excellent. number. If it's not the right episode number, it will either be 20, which oh. it's not, or 22, which it also is not. So it's, and then I'll edit it, it to is make 21. it right. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little tangled in our episode numbers we, last week because we had uh, an episode that didn't happen because of snow. So then you and I and were the, just talking about it. And then we had numbers. like an episode and a half, which right. was kind of like, what do we do with a, this weird <laughs> right. little 12-minute so, episode? We don't know what episode number. So it's on. episode... Exactly. So good morning. I uh, hope everybody has had a great week since we last gathered. We've had a lot of fun. Uh, we had some snow that lasted yeah. about five hours. Yeah. Um, we had a pretty good snowstorm that um, then the kids that, were very excited. Oh, about. they were they were all planning to get up the next morning and go sledding and everything, and it um, warmed up overnight and then rained. <laughs> well, they so. did uh, do a little bit of night sledding. They like, did. In the lights of the house, there you can. I took a little video of them um, sledding for the few hours that we had snow. Sledding is a, is an interesting word in the South. Yeah, not really it's sledding. Not really sledding, like the kind of sled. Like when I was a kid, we had those wooden sleds that had the red. Yeah, iron, and they never metal. worked here in the South. Anyway, you have to have something no. like flat. These were boogie boards from the beach. <laughs> right, is what they were on. <laughs> they were they were snow surfing basically. That's right. Oh, <laughs> we need to talk about my hair. We do need to talk about your hair. Beth had a haircut. and yeah. um, I'm not loving it, but I'm going to let it grow back out. Well, it's not terrible. So I, I do mean, look a little different today. It's not my uh, haircut that I had in Chicago. <laughs> That's true. When, uh, several years ago. He uh, got a little, the, the lady actually said, oops, when she cut his hair. Yes, if that gives did. you a clue about what his haircut <laughs> was. What in the world is happening? <laughs> I, I'm trying to rearrange the thing so we can read this. Oh, wow. So, okay. Wow. We've got a lot open on this computer. We do. I hope it doesn't explode. So anyway, uh, <laughs> good morning. Um, today's weather, we woke up, it was nasty. Uh, it's kind of close. Foggy and close. Clammy. And we're supposed to have rain later today and be 60. And then next 60 degrees, not years. And then next week, we're supposed to have this Arctic cold front push through. Uh, where depending on what weather person you listen to, uh, it's um, you can hold it up so they can actually see the pretty color picture. That's true. Yeah. I was gonna. I took a screenshot of this. It says this is our local weather guy. Can you see? You can't see that. No, it's too hold, reflective. Hold, too reflective. To the, there, there you go. You go. There, there you go. go. See all that pink and purple. Um, it says I'm not happy about what I'm seeing this morning. Frigid air combined with rain. La 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 la. Half to one inch of ice. Yeah. And when now, we have ice here, all of our trees fall over and kill all the power lines. Well, that's true. We have um, we're we're blessed where we live to have uh, overabundance of pine trees, which right. are both it's both a blessing and a curse. It's bl a blessing because they're always green, and you can even on the the nastiest winter days, you can look out and when the leaves have fallen off the oak trees. They're still green out there because the pine trees are evergreens. Right. Um, 
But the downside is when we get ice or when we get wind, those branches snap pretty easily on pine trees. Yep. And so we have power lines down all over the place. Now, I can't recall the last time we had an inch of ice. That's a lot of ice. I don't know. Some of you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and I've posted a couple pictures of our little country lane. We live at the end of a little country lane, and there's a lot of trees from here to there. <laughs> so luckily, we have some boys that live on the lane that love to cut down pine trees when they fall. So they get their chainsaws out and get busy. But... You know, well, we don't ever know when the uh, power company is going to come. No, that's true. I may be getting my chainsaw out that's and getting right. busy. So one of the things that we did in preparation for this storm, Beth I'm is... I'm so excited. Beth is... I think she's more excited about this <laughs> than <laughs> about a car or a trip or anything. Anything I've gotten she, in a long time. She um, wanted to get a... Uh, what would you call that? Uh, like a solar... Uh, well, a battery. A battery. So it's Except a backup me. battery, basically. So... We got a Ninja Bat from... Right. Uh, what I'd really love is one of those big Generac... Well, yeah. Uh, ...run your whole house off propane things, but those are several thousand dollars, that's, and then you have to get the electrician. called a generator. Yeah, I know, but if it's running <laughs> off a of propane. Yes. Right? And so we have the propane tank and all that, and that's so tempting, but it's so expensive. So really, what do you need? You need a few lights. Right. You need to keep your refrigerator cold. Uh, yeah. And then you need heat. Right. right. And the, for us, the biggest thing we don't have covered is the well. Right. Being able to run that well pump. Right. But now with my Ninja Bat, I'm going to have we have heat because we have backup propane and we have a gas, a gas stove. stove and gas fireplace. Right? So and it will be warm. The occupants of Tiny House One can move in with Tiny House Two because Tiny House One is all electric. Right. And Tiny House Two, we were thoughtful enough to put some extra heating. Right. Um, amenities in yes. it. Um, so it will all move into tiny house too if we have to because we have had several days of outages here. We have, yeah. Luckily, Barry and I were in Florida when that happened. Yes, but we were. Anyway, um, so we'll move everybody into tiny house too if we need to, but um, I would, you know, so then what do you, you need computers to be charged because how would we function without the internet? Well, that's, that's providing that our internet doesn't go down survives ice because our internet if you sneeze on it it goes out <laughs> that's true so we'll see how all this develops and you know what if it's true to the south the uh, predictions won't stand and we will have 70 and sunny right so who knows exactly right but i got well, my ninja bat and we're going to get it charged up and so we can run a few appliances we can charge things we can right. run the refrigerator for a little while and honestly we can take our ninja oops we can take our ninja bat out of the area that we live in and go plug it up somewhere and come back with it if we need to recharge it. Yes. Eventually, we'll get solar panels that can charge it. But right. right now, we didn't do that. Well, eventually, I'd like to get solar panels on our office here and just use it to feed batteries. Right. So um, I told Barry we need to have an unboxing video. You know, those things are really <laughs> popular. So uh, we might do an unboxing video of our Ninja Bat. And in fact, I made him unbox... We made an unboxing video of our heater that we put in the podcast right. studio yes. called an Envy. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get into the unboxing uh, I, arena. I told Beth if she did that, we'd have to do kind of a parody yeah. of some of the other <laughs> videos that are out there on, <laughs> right. so we'll on the you, interwebs. Interwebs. We'll tell you about our Ninja Bat yeah, when we find it, out how it all works. But it's got plugs and cigarette lighter type plugs and... right refrigerator plugs well, it's, and... it's got two plugs for like normal household appliances or if you want to run your 
your modem and, and you know, we will. TV or something like that. Uh, so you can plug your computer also directly into it. It's got three USB ports. It's got inputs for solar, which is nice. The problem is you have to charge it up and then you suck all that juice out of it. So the more inputs and outputs you have or the more outputs you have, the faster you suck the juice out. Right. So we have to be really careful about keeping the watt hours and all that language that I can understand, but I sometimes choose not to. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so we'll give you a report on how that works. But um, the other nice thing, if I remember specifically about the Ninja Bat, is you can chain them together. You can, right? And yeah. so what I need to eventually happen is I'd like to be able to figure out how to charge, um, to run our well pump for a little while if we needed to. If we were out of power, so I don't know that we could do that with with even if well if we had I've, ten of these lined up behind. Well, each I've other. done some research, and you know when that well pump comes on, it's a sump pump. Right. It takes a quite a bit of power, and it's not the running of it; it's the it's starting, the starting of, it. of it. So I don't know. I'm going to work on it. I would like to be able to not have to worry about water. So we're going to fill up bottles of water and make sure we can function for a few days. Uh, we won't be without power long, right? Probably oh, five oh, days would be the most. Most, right. Maybe And we a can week. usually get out and about. It doesn't last that long. It's just a question of the residual pine tree right. fallation. But it, but it depends. I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it depends on A, the, the pine trees and B, the amount of ice that collects on. Yeah. And on how fast it warms up and all those things. Yep. But we'll, we'll be prepared with my ninja bat. I'm so excited. Yes. Can't wait. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. We'll let you know. Yeah, and we'll be, we'll be a report. We'll report on it. We can record because we knew we have a new uh, oh, yeah. Zoom PodTrack P4, which is what we're running through right now. Um, not only can you do use it as a USB interface with uh, uh, with a digital audio workstation. Right now, we're just running through Audacity. But okay, now he's talking podcast. I, I do I do uh, voiceover work, and I use Reaper with that. Uh, but I use also use a different uh, interface with that. But you can also record on this PodTrack P4 from Zoom uh, with a SD card. So all you have to have is it runs on two AA batteries, so you can just plug it up, take your microphones with you, sit down at a picnic table, and do a podcast. Well, that's that's kind of cool. That's cool. So if we strip- have no power next week, we we'll can still, still do, do a it. podcast. Right. Well, we'll strip mining the world of lithium. Don't worry about that. But we will be able to have uh, batteries well, to y- run our houses. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the the green of, of solar and um, battery-powered things is not yeah, quite as, as green as we had hoped. Had hoped. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, last week we had a, a great interview. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this interview. Uh, we interviewed ourselves. Yes. Well, some of our best guests. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we behaved and everything. Uh, we interviewed uh, ourselves, and we talked about living for three years in our shed home. That's right. And um, I think we still like it. I think people think because our shed home came from Home Depot. Oh, it's cheap. It's I mean, what you see at Home Depot is not what we bought. Right. If that makes any sense, we upgraded things to make it into a house. And so people are like, oh, did it blow away? It won't hold up the wind. Blah 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 blah. Um, obviously, there are some places that you can't put that they don't offer these kind of shed homes. No load. Of course, here we are talking about an inch of ice, but that yeah. won't bother our roofs. No. Um, but anyway, so we have had pretty good success. We hate our floors. We talked about that. Um, we're getting new floors someday. 
Um, I'd like to get a sponsor to give me new floors. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So if you uh, we'll do an a, unboxing video if, on floors. If, How's that? If you work, for, yeah, that'd be <laughs> if you great. Work for a flooring if you work company, for a flooring company, that'd be great. Uh, contact us at Radio Tiny House and uh, in, at gmail.com. And, and impervious flooring company because we live hard. I and mean, when do. you live in a tiny house, you're living hard on your floors, right? Right. And, and then we have dogs constant, and kids and yep, mud dogs and, and, hours and goats. And that, kids we've and, had goats in our we house. Have, so we have. You never know. We, that wasn't planned. No. She, well, actually, one, she the, was having some um, repair because she'd been attacked. Yeah, she'd but been still. attacked by a dog. And so we brought her into the house to, to, <laughs> to fix, fix her, her up. Have we had a chicken in the house yet? Well, dead. Yes, we've had chicken <laughs> to eat. Meat, but not <laughs> any of our girls have, been, have right. made it into the house. You know, we interviewed ourselves and, and talked a little bit about what it's like to live uh, in a shed house and some of what we went through uh, with the building and uh, costs and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it was fun to do that. Actually. But it's still standing. It's still standing. It hadn't blown over yet. That's right. We also did an interview a couple of weeks ago with Kimberly Herrera. Uh, who lives in New Mexico. We had some issues getting with her oh my goodness. Uh, because of snow, a blizzard, basically. And then um, we tried it the next week, and then our connection was still terrible. So right. I spent, I don't know, Barry, how long? Three hours, Three hours editing, editing or four hours editing the video to make it uh, something we could use. Right. So. It was a little tricky, but then the Barry was able to download the audio from it. Yeah, was able to download the audio from the video after Beth did her magic on it, which saved me a heck of a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. um, so but, it went from like an hour and a half trying to get it all done to like 30 or 40 minutes. Right. But And, and one of the interesting things is uh, it was in one of the podcast groups that I'm uh, a member of on, on Facebook. Somebody asked the question, what, what do you do when your guest continues to lose audio or video? Do you just halt the interview and say we'll redo it, or do you do you continue through and edit out? And the question, the answer to that question would be yes, both. Right, we depending did both. on how many hours it's going to take. You know, if if your guest just cannot get on, then reschedule it. Right. But we did it. We were interviewed um, this past Friday, right, by a, a young man in Ghana. Oh, and we should put to, his to link of his, his. We will. His we'll interview. put we'll put the the link on his interview as soon as he gives it to us. Um, but uh, and it, but he we weren't talking about tiny homes. It was a it's a relationship um, podcast, and we had constant internet buffering problems, and he was having internet problems, and uh, we went over our time limit with his um, Zoom. Zoom account, so we had to restart that part, and he's edited all that in. Been very patient about it all, and it was actually a, a, a pretty damn good. Oh, I said the <gasps> damn word. Oh, yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he uh, was a. Excellent host. He had a lot of really good, really good questions. questions. Yeah, I mean, uh, and why did he interview us? Because he sees us as people that have been married a long, long time. Long time. Beth won't <laughs> let me say. Now she let me say it on a podcast on that in Africa. Right, but not. I don't on know a those people there. Oh, okay. Well, we may know. <laughs> we don't know in anybody Africa. in Africa. I don't think. Anyway, so mm. he it was. We had a good time. I know a doctor in Africa. Ah, in Wachuku Adili. There you go. He went to um, Emory. I don't uh, know him. Anyway, Kimberly Herrera, uh, we, we interviewed her. Uh, we just wanted to let you know we've gotten a lot of great feedback on her. Uh, if you want to follow her on Instagram, she's at fadedcharm underscore living, L-I-V-I-N, no G. Right. So, she's got about 10,000 followers, so yeah. you might want to see what she's doing. She thr- doing, does a lot of thrifting and home decor. 
Yeah. So, and uh, she's a beautiful lady, has a beautiful house. Just uh, that was a lot of fun. Moving on, a top reason this week to go shedding or tiny. Now, I could have, I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about, but I had to narrow it down to one. So the the funny one is that you can actually buy a tiny house on Amazon. Yeah, I don't know that I would trust a tiny house on Amazon to meet the codes <laughs> that I needed to meet. Um, and uh, I just, you know, been starting trying to research state by state where you can put what. Um, I've, I've got a pretty good handle on Tennessee. Clearly, I have a pretty good handle on Georgia. I know Texas pretty well. I don't know if where you could put our tiny houses that you would find on Amazon. Obviously, it'd be a place without that you didn't need to meet code. Because uh, well, how could or, you justify it? Or you get the shell and you you fix it to be code. I mean, yeah, you, right. I mean, you'd, have to you'd have to figure just out. Go back you'd have to do some research. Parts of it. But uh, Barry told me about that. I'm like, I kind of have seen that before. But honestly, I'm like, mm, I, I don't know. And IKEA, by the way, you I, know, we're yeah. coming out with tiny homes. Um, so we'll see how all that develops. And actually, IKEA has recently posted some pictures of their tiny home. Yeah, but what code are, does it mean? Really, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, that's all stuff that, that we're going to have to look at. You can also, on Amazon, get plans to tiny homes from, from people that have architects yeah, that have done sell them. them. Um, I actually have a, an architect here in the Atlanta area that I really like and respect. Um, and if I was going to have it drawn, you know, I'd probably go to somebody that like that, that knows... Instead of somebody that's just selling plans on the internet, right. somebody that knows, that knows what code. they're doing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And and again, that's that's very important. Uh, you know, one of the big questions that that I see frequently in groups and online, um, just a like general search question is, can if I buy land, can I build a tiny house on it? Well, maybe. maybe. That is why that is a good segue to a shameless plug as to why I'm writing a scooter segue scooter. <laughs> right. I'm writing a book on buying land for your tiny house. Right. And people ask me, how can I buy land? And it's a very complicated answer to a very simple question. And it all depends on where you are, et cetera. Of course, I can't drill down to that, but I'm giving folks details about where they can get the information they need and links and stuff because it'll be also an ebook. But it's, um, you know, nobody can really answer that question for you until there's some basic research that has to be done. You right. have to answer the question yourself. Well, yeah. and, and But you need some direction about where to go get the answer. Right. Depending on where you are in the country, the answer is, uh, uh, you know, a, a simple yes. Uh, and or you a can, simple no. Or a simple no. That's right. And it, uh, you may live in a county that doesn't have any building restrictions or building codes. And then the answer there, I mean, that's a simple yes. Right. You could but, put your Amazon house on yeah, that But property. if you live in a county like we live in a county that, that you have to meet international building code on any new construction. Right. And now you don't know this. Now they have code for us to be able to have shipping container houses in our county. Oh, really? But they have to be built by an approved builder. So our owner builder status that we had when we built our house here in our county wouldn't apply to a shipping container house. But oh, I could get one made by somebody who has whatever certification and they have a list of approved manufacturers that could come and have a shipping container house. So well, that's um, good to know. That's kind of fun because for a long time I just discovered that yesterday. Wow, we couldn't have shipping container homes uh, in in our part of Georgia, and I to me that's a great if you do it right. It's if you a, do it's it right, a great way to build. Yeah, I try to explain to people why wouldn't I buy a shipping container and do this? Well, 
first off, there's a skill set that's different about building in a hot, sweaty metal box as opposed to a building in a, in a wooden, hot, sweaty wooden house. <laughs> right. But they function differently. And so you have to really understand what you're doing. Right. So I guess that's probably why they want to limit the people that are building. And lo- there are several of them in Florida, right? Hot, sweaty metal box, right? right? So I think there are some special skills that come around building that way and special insulation and all those things to keep condensation and mold and mildew, all those things that are kind of scary uh, from happening. But anyway, uh, I don't mean to get into that hole, no, but I, it was uh, pretty cool to discover that. That and is I, pretty cool to I posted discover. this, um, I found this uh, PDF. I posted it in our Facebook group. I'm trying to find state by state kind of an overview of what's happening in the state and put it in the group. So people can kind of go help themselves about what they need to learn. Right. And that's always changing. Uh, what, uh, yes, you know, it's, sad. What's, it's hard to keep up what's with. in place today may not be in place next week. It may be uh, that they've they've said, yes, you can do this. Or they go back and well, say, you know what, we've, we were doing this and now we're not going to allow the you shipping to container yep. thing for us. We like we can't have shipping container here. So now I'm like, oh, yes, you can. Um, Barry's always just wanted to live in a yurt. But I have. I, I'm I, not there yet. I need heat and I need, again, we've talked about it, five degrees of comfort. And if you can't provide me five degrees of comfort in a yurt, I'm not living yeah, in it. That, yeah, well, it's, yes. <laughs> okay, on to the news. Okay, on to the news. Um, uh, and again, this is uh, another, um, this is uh, probably a smaller city that's using tiny houses to home, give homes to the homeless. Uh, the city of McPherson, Kansas. I have I, no idea where that is. And I say McPherson because there is no fear in McPherson. Right. I'm a member of the Scottish clan McPherson. I gotcha. Um, so, I, so am I, I guess. Yes, you are. Um, uh, and, and they're doing it mainly for families to help them get back on their feet after they've been homeless. And each house is about 460 square feet. They you can you can stay as long as six months. Mm-hmm. In, so in it's, trans- homes. it's not it's transitional. Stay right. there forever. That's... Right. It's a they're trying to transition them into their own homes, That's which is kind of good. Not just to throw them back out on the streets. And the cost I thought was great when we've when we've looked at some of these other things. These costs are crazy. This is uh, a, a two bedroom house uh, with a kitchen and you know living room, all that all that kind of stuff with with a bath. Each house has at least one bath. And the uh, the cost is between forty and fifty thousand dollars for each one. And, and how the, big are they? They're four hundred and sixty square feet. So less than a hundred dollars a square foot. That's actually pretty reasonable. Um, some of the things we're seeing are like ten million dollars for you know a few metal for ten houses. Uh, yeah, a few yeah. little wooden boxes. So, yeah, that's um that's actually pretty good. Now the trick will be if they can actually do that because of the cost of lumber. I, and I do want to tell a story about that at some point. Well, well, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about. It, but they they have already said that the article talked about them ha- already have lined up people to donate lumber or, oh, or companies well, to donate some it. lumber, and they also have people from all over the community that have said they're they're going to donate time uh, to come and build houses. And these I are do that. not only construction people, but you know people like us, normal people that have some skills. Well, you don't even have to have skills to do that. If you can swing a hammer, right. you can help with habitat or help with a, in a situation like this. And the groundbreaking for this project is going to be 
this spring as soon as it thaws out. <laughs> right. I would love to go help build tiny houses. In fact, a dream of mine would be for people in our Facebook group or people that we bump into along the way that say, hey, I've got whatever, whatever, but I just don't know how to do it or I'm stuck or whatever, to just a whole bunch of us sweep in and solve the problem yeah. in a weekend. Because most would... of these are small right. and we could probably do it if there were 10 or 15 of us. We right. could go in and solve the problem. That'd be a, a dream of mine to be able to do that. That would be awesome to be able to do that. Have of course, kind of like, right now we'd have to wear masks and socially distance and getting all people into a tiny house might not be the right answer. Right. But do like an old timey, uh, like a house, barn raising. A, bar, a, a house, barn raising. Yeah, but do it with a tiny house. Right. It'd I would, be so I would much fun. drive from. Yeah, I'd drive everywhere. Our part of Georgia to Texas to come help with that. That'd be a lot of fun. It would be fun. Maybe we can start doing some, something like that when things settle. Well, once, I mean, you know, our group is. We're nearing 4,000 people. We're yeah. at 39-something. Uh, so probably by the end of this week, we'll be at 4,000. That's that's a pretty big milestone. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully we've got some people in our group that can um, would be willing to do stuff like that. Well, you know, and our listeners, when so when the time comes, it'd be fun to have some sort of tiny house racing. I don't know what that would look like or what that would be. Obviously, we'd want to do for for a family that was in need for some reason. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that would be a blast. would be fun. So I also wanted to let you know there's a great article um, on um, tiny houses at uh, countryliving.com. Now, that's not a place I usually peruse, but um, it popped up when I was looking for news articles uh, on tiny houses and shed homes. And this is only about tiny houses. It's not really about shed homes at all. I think um, it's like tiny house porn, right? Like they're beautiful. It, tiny it houses is, yeah. This is beautiful photos. You know, with the people, the, there are a few pictures of people posing, you know, in mm -hmm. them, and and you know the the, the typical kind of stuff. But uh, there are also just pictures of people's houses, and it is kind of like tiny house porn because there's one that was taken in the snow. There's a wreath on the the front uh, column, and it's like, wow, that's a a beautiful picture. Yeah. So if you want to see that, if you want to read it, the article itself is is rather short, but there are 84 pictures of So what do you do? Google tiny homes countryliving.com tiny houses or yeah, something? Yeah, I I just Google tiny house news. Mm. But what came up was I can send you to you just go to tiny I'm sorry, go to countryliving.com and then uh, look for the the tiny house article. And cool. I we can probably post that. We can probably put the link. All right. Cool. So there, there, there's that. Uh, can I talk about lumber? Hmm, let me think for a minute. Lumber, lumber, lumber. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yes. So I have a friend who is not a does not live in a tiny house. Actually, she's one of my organizing clients, and I still do some professional organizing in very limited ways. She had a bunch of people over at her house this week, and I said, "I'm not coming back to Jeremy." So I, you know, I have to kind of be careful about. When I go and, you know, but anyway. And you do mask up when you're around I other people. I mask up when I'm around other people and we socially distance. We try not to breathe each other's air, but, um, you know, I don't. Anyway, so they are, are selling their, they have sold their house and it's a beautiful house in an upscale area. Um, and um, they are, have had a, a lot that they're going to build on for the last four years. They finally tore down the house. It's taken them two or three months to get per permits and approval. They tore down that house. And in the midst of all this other stuff, their timing is terrible because, you know, land and housing and whatever. So somebody came in and made up an offer on their house that they felt like they couldn't refuse just out of the blue. 
And now they've got finally gotten a price on the house that they've designed, and they are in sticker shock. So they're like, they luckily, in the meantime, we're going to rent while they were waiting for the house to get done, and they ended up having to buy because it was so crazy. Rent was so crazy. Right. So they do have a place to live over the next year or two until they figure this all out, but they were in such sticker shock, and I tried to explain to them what's happening. So here's the question. Do we, is it going to get better? We don't know. We don't know if people keep predicting they don't think the prices are going to go down. Right. Yet the reason the prices are up, it's supply and demand and you know, decreased lumber availability, um, decreased people to be able to work. So if you add the reasons of why it's up, the reasons it should come down make sense. But sometimes once prices go up, they never, they never go down. down. Just ask Home Depot, who's laughing all the way to the bank right now, because, you know, anything that goes up, they're going to make a higher well, percentage of course, on it. Their costs for those products may have also gone up. <laughs> they have, but they um, probably are, you know, bumping it up a certain percent. Well, I'm sure they are. Um, and, and I know that Home Depot had a great third or fourth quarter last year. Uh, I'm sure they're having um, a whole bunch of good quarters this year. But I'm not uh, just Home Depot. No. Anybody I mean, in that it's realm. Anybody, but it's um, But as a consumer and as <clears throat> uh, as people who like to build... Because right. we're, we always have a project to do. Um, you know, the cost of construction parts, Materials. whether it's lumber or uh, concrete or anything like that, has, has really gone up. Yeah, I was reading, somebody said that they were going to build a new shed home. And they were comparing the, you know, like tough shed from Home Depot, which is what we have. And the guy that w- was looking at it said, look, I can't build, I can't buy the lumber for what that shed home cost. Right. Right. So um, plus he has to have labor and eat. So it's just kind of interesting as all this is happening right now. But um, I thought that was a pretty good story for our um, concern about it's not just hitting people that are trying to build tiny houses. This was not going to be a tiny house. Right. It's, ha- it's hitting the and housing it's market hit in them general. Worse. So, yeah, if you if you're planning on building, I don't know if you to tell you to do it now or later. Yeah. We just don't know. Well, uh, hopefully the prices will come down once the once the supply is is back up to a pre-COVID supply. Well, my recommendation is clearly build tiny. Yeah. And then add on, right. which is what Tiny House One Caroline wants to do with Tiny House One, and we'll eventually do that with Tiny House Two. Right. That's the the way the reason we built why the way we built our our houses uh, was so that we could add things on. As needed. Right. I'm, I'm not, you know, like ice skating rigs, but bedrooms. <laughs> that might be fun, though. Um, we'll just wait until Tuesday. Exactly. We might have our own <laughs> ice skating rig. Um, yeah. So I always tell people, look, th- there's no medals for going tiny. Right. There's this desire for many people to go, I've got 13 children and I want to go tiny. I'm like, why would you do that? Right. Um, we were able to go tiny. Uh, I mean, well, obviously for financial reasons. Stick all your kids in a bunkhouse, and mom and dad get the <laughs> and, you know the main tiny right. house. But always plan to be able to to grow. Right. Start small, finish your project, funding and emotionally. Right. And then add on as you need to. And um, I anyway, the other thing is someday we're going to have a podcast just on two sheds together. I cannot tell you how many times people ask that question in these Facebook groups. Right. How do you, how how do you, put, you put them together? How do you put two sheds together? We're going to have a two shed workshop. It, I mean, a two shed podcast. It, it, well, that will be our sheddiest <laughs> podcast yet. It will be. Um. Our very sheddiest. <laughs> 
If you're a Monty Python fan, you might recognize Arthur Tushed's Jackson. Yeah, well, I'm not, and I did, because you've told me about him. That's all. <laughs> oh, my. So that it is, it is weird to walk into Home Depot and go, gosh, when we built our house three years ago, that two-by-four was... A dollar. Know, $1. $1. 82. <laughs> now it's $5. <laughs> or $18. It's like, man. I saw a piece of trim. I was uh, not trim, um, outside siding. And one piece of siding was $21. I'm like, oh my gosh. One piece of uh, eight foot siding at $21. How many pieces do you need? <laughs> right. A thousand. <laughs> like, a thousand. <laughs> I mean, a lot of money. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. That's uh, crazy. But Bill Tiny. So yeah, Bill Tiny. I mean, you know, it, there are lots of reasons for it, and we lots we kind of like the the you know the the Amazon one today is kind of a silly one, but I, I felt hey, they like, may have the better deal. I felt like being a little silly today because I could have gone with with creativity and you know personal flair, and went, I went with Amazon. Um, but um, we're not sponsored by Amazon. We do have an Amazon store, but yes, we'll get we into do. That later. You know, cost keeping cost down is is um, Great reason to build tiny, and right now that's. Yeah, I mean, that's if you're key. looking at building a three thousand square foot house, and each piece of siding costs twenty one dollars, then 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 you're looking at, at some change. a massive chunk of change, which yep. you're going to pay for for thirty years. You know, in our in neck of the woods, um, houses were selling for the average price is like a hundred and forty four dollars a square foot, right? Um, I can't, that was, so, that's old news. I'm sure it's significantly higher. The other thing is we're having some, um, the, it, the world has changed because of the roads that they're building. Right. So we know that that's going to change and continue to ramp the prices right. of our houses up, which is great for us. Uh, of course, also with that comes congestion and traffic and all the things that we left. Right. But case of All right. You want to talk about my workshop? Let's talk about your workshop. Get it done in 21 2021. Get it right. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I've, it's I've better got... to get it done in 21. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I forgot to look up the date. Uh, cover for me. Well, she forgot to look up the date, so I'm going to cover for her. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> on my calendar. So I couldn't Beth, find my calendar app. <laughs> Beth, Beth uh, did uh, did this uh, get it done in 2021? In December. In December. Uh, when we had about 1,500 people in our group. Yeah. And uh, now we're at, let's just call it 4,000 because okay. we're probably going to be I can round. There. Yes, we can round up. It's new math. Well, then we're at 20,000 people because all you have to do is add the four and the two and the 420 and you get 20,000. This is Barry math. Um, uh, I don't even know what he means. So it's going to be <laughs> February the Saturday, February the 20th. February. Um, no, I'm sorry. Well, I want Caroline to be on first. We're going to have oh, okay. a Caroline on and in, in our group. So we're going to bump it back. <laughs> so the 27th. Okay. So it'll Saturday, be, February 27th. Saturday, February 27th will be uh, the new uh, Get It Done in 2021. Right. And if you want to, if you're interested in it, just go to My Tough Shed Home on Facebook and you'll see it as an event and you can sign up for it there. Cool. So twenty nine bucks. My Tough Shed Home is our page on Facebook. Uh, on Facebook that has I don't know how many we we have probably eleven thousand people a month a month that that's, go through there because people are interested in the whole notion of tough sheds and that's why we decided we had to start doing something on the podcast because oh we had so much interest in you it. You had some news from last week. We talked about how the TR sixteen hundred might not be available, uh, uh, but you found uh, out that it is available. 
Right. There was this rumor that the TR-1600, which is the tough shed that we live in. Right. Two-story model. Right. It looks just like a house, uh, kind of a Cape Cod model, um, that it was not going to be available in 2021 due to lumber shortages. The reality is through, we've got several tough shed folks in our group. In fact, one of them uses our house as his profile (laughs) picture, and I give him a hard time about it. But anyway, um, they told me that they're just not going to put them in models on the lots Lots anymore. They'll still, uh, if you want to order it, it'll still be available. But um, because of the cost of it, they're not going to just be displaying it at Home Depot, which is where mainly folks see these um, in the parking lot. So right. if you want one, you can still get one, but you won't be able to see it. So can you buy? You can still buy it through Home Depot because it's it's, it's a partnership that they have, but it just won't. You won't be able to walk through it. All right. So if you want to see, you know, you what hurry. one looks like. Oh, and I think they're selling the ones that are there, like the display models. Um, yeah. Like discounting them. So run and get right. one if you want one. You, you, the yeah. one that's near us, not in our little home. We have a small little Home Depot near us, but there's a bigger town that we drive to regularly. And that is a copper roof with red. And I just think the combination is sort of an orangey it's, roof and a red yeah. one. I'd have to paint it. Yeah. Uh, well, like not a, the copper or the house? The house. Yeah. I'd paint it I'd like a dark charcoal with a copper roof. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be, that beautiful? Would be beautiful? And I need to find my friend that wants one of these and tell him about that because he would totally love that color combination. Well, but I'm off on a tangent. Well, the the copper roof, I have to say, is striking. I mean, we have we have a not a, with red, not with red. It's no, just no. not. No, <laughs> it didn't I, work. I agree. I don't know who some designer it decided to do that. Looks a little bit that. like a cat hurled up on it, <laughs> <laughs> but with dark charcoal gray, it would be, it would be and some like rustic looking shutters. It'd be awesome right. looking. So if you're thinking about doing that and they don't have one at your at your Home Depot, you can still get a TR1600. Um, and if you if you need to see what one looks like finished on the inside, we've got a couple. Uh, I mean, Delin, uh, her house is a TR1600 model. Uh, our house is a TR1600 model. And there are pictures of our house on our uh, My Tough Shed home on Facebook. And do we have pictures of Delin's house up in the group? Yeah, but I could put it on the My Tough Shed Home. Okay, so we can put it on My Tough Shed Home on Facebook, and that way if you're looking or thinking about a shed home that uh, uh, that would be a Tough Shed TR-1600, you can see what one finished on the inside can look like. Right, um, and 1600 only means it's the width. Right. They have an eight, I think they have an 1800. I wouldn't go any wider know. than that, but 1600 is, you know, because you're talking about all kinds of different span problems. Right. With, but... Yeah, so the TR-1600, and then you can make it almost as long as you want. Yeah, I mean, they, they'll they so, do. Some of them are quite large. Yeah, they'll do custom sizes for you. So Ours um, is 24 feet long, and the lens is 20 feet long with a little shed bump out right. in the back. Yeah, so it's, uh, I mean, and they'll, I mean, Oops. <laughs> t- Tough Shed will do anything. Thank you. Sorry, um, my phone's going off. Tough Shed will do anything that you want them to do, basically, if you pay for it. Well, within reason. Within yeah. reason, yeah. All right. So, um, are you done talking about get her done, get it done in twenty twenty one? Yeah, okay. February. What I say, twenty seventh. Twenty seventh, which is a Saturday. Yep. What time are you going to do it? Noon. Noon. Okay. Always do it at noon. Noon on Saturday. The Eastern time. Yes, Eastern time. Uh, upcoming interviews. We've got. How do you say her name? Kalina. I think so. Uh, Kalina House Newberry, who has, as Beth says, an adorable tiny elf. <laughs> yeah. Now she's not a. 
an influencer. She just has she has a small house, and I think five people live in this tiny house. It's really cute. Um, and I saw her in another group um, and asked her if she'd do it. So she's willing to be on. So she's going to be on next week. And then Caroline, our daughter, uh, who's a author, author, and an editor, and a book editor. Um, it, it, and who works from Tiny House One, right. which, by the way, just if you are in our Facebook group, she just put pictures of Tiny House One in yesterday right. in the group. And a, a lot of people, are, of course, commented on it. That that house was the one that made us decide we were never building another house again because it took us almost two years to accomplish right. it for all kinds of reasons. Anyway, uh, a lot of reclaimed, recycled stuff in there. But, uh, wow, it was a big task. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, so Caroline's going to be on. And what we, what we are starting a little bit is a little bit of a series about how you can work from your tiny home. Right. Work from, I don't know, I'll call it something catchy. It's not there yet. Work from home. Tiny, work from your tiny work home. Tiny your home. tiny work from home series. Maybe there I'll you call go. it that. I like that. Oh, there you go. And then it's for small jobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I came up with. One of my bonuses for the Get It Done workshop is 40 ways you can work from your tiny home. Right. Because people need income. Yep. Right? So, um, my Caroline's going to be one of those ways. The, her writing books. I'm writing a book. Yes, you are. I'm writing a book. Yeah. Two books. There you go. I'm Barry Two Booksmith. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Have we, so are I we think done? That's, I think that's it. So, uh, to wrap up. Okay. Ninja Bat. Amazon, Kimberly Herrera. <laughs> this is the bullet point version of the ending. <laughs> to wrap up, you can find us on uh, My Tough Shed Home on Facebook, uh, RadioTinyHouse.com, and uh, RadioTinyHouse.com on YouTube. And you can email us at RadioTinyHouse at gmail.com if you've got a question or if you'd like to share some pictures or Or know story. somebody we should be interviewing. Yeah, if you know somebody that's, that... that uh, has built a tiny house or a shed home and they're, you know, doing some some interesting things with it, let us know at radiotinyhouse at gmail.com and we'll uh, get in, in touch with them. Yep. You have to give us their contact information. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be helpful. So, all right. So until next week, I'm We're Barry done. Smith. And I'm Beth. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's me again. Thanks for listening to Radio Tiny House. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so at radiotinyhouse at gmail.com. Or you can find us on our Facebook page, which is My Tough Shed Home. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.